0: Hello everyone. It's me, Mark Fusica Renderu, bicycle mark and you're about to listen to another edition of Citizen Reporter. and today we're going all the way over across the Atlantic from the Netherlands to Mexico City and we're talking to a dear dear friend about what's going on in life, these days, how it all looks, and whatever else comes to mind. I really enjoy having these conversations and therefore the quest continues. So I'm really glad to have you with me. And thanks to everyone who's sent feedback, even some people who have sent in donations via PayPal. Thank you so much. And now, on with the program. Everyone, welcome back. I don't, I don't know what week this is, and after a while, is it even worth counting? It's the time of coronavirus, and wherever you are, you probably have your own foggy uh, recollection of how long you've been uh, home, how long you've been scared or not, uh, how long you've been following news, all the things, how long you've been baking bread uh, because I, I can't seem to find flour. You guys all have it, but as part of the series of podcasts on um, living in a time of corona, all over the world. I'm also using this opportunity to talk with old friends, to hear about how people are doing, and if there are projects, great. If there are curiosities, also good. And I'm really happy that after probably a couple, we'll talk about it, but after a long time of uh, not speaking with voices, uh, a dear friend of mine is on the line from the dear Mexico City. Uh, It's Lorena de la Parra. Hello, Lorena.
1: Hi, hello, how are you?
0: <laughs> I'm pretty good, I'm pretty good. And uh, and yeah, when I was thinking up like, oh, who do I want to reach out to and who should I say hello to and who would it be fun to talk to? You were high on my list, Lorena, because we always have good conversations. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I miss our conversations and I miss Amsterdam also.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there you are in a, a pandemic, there we are, but you're in Mexico City. You taught me a lot about Mexico City. Like, I mean, of course, I knew some things, I have some other friends, but you would tell me stories, you would talk about your life, uh, all aspects of this city. And you lived outside of that city for, what was it, two years? Uh,
1: I lived two years in Central Europe, <laughs> let's call it.
0: <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: two years in London, so four. four away. Four
0: years. Yeah. 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 And so it was in that time that we met. That you lived here in Amsterdam. It was a great time, uh, and you made your way back to Mexico City. What two two years now?
1: Yeah, I guess I came back in November of 2018.
0: And I mean, prior to Corona, because <laughs> we have to do everything like. Before corona? After corona.
1: Oh, damn,
0: yeah. <laughs> Prior to corona, I mean, what was it like? I, I, I've been meaning to ask you this for a while, but what was it like coming back? Also, like for people who don't know you, um, you are among other things, uh, an actress. Um, and I say among other things because you are multi-talented, really. And, um, and, and in many languages as well. But still, I, I, know, you, I know your love of, of acting And so, I knew that was surely something on your agenda, but start from when you came back. Uh, What were you thinking and what was it like? Uh,
1: I was living in Paris for six months and I really didn't enjoy it. I found that Paris was a really complicated city to, to find an apartment, to move around, though I loved it in a way. It's also a very beautiful city and hanging out with people there was awesome. And French culture has its uh, lovely things also. Mm. But I decided to come back because I really missed uh, the theater scene and my friends here and my family. Uh, so it felt like fresh air, though it's very polluted. Or, or it was <laughs> <polluted>. <laughs> And nowadays with the corona, it's not so polluted. Apparently, it's uh, lowering the pollution levels, whatever, <laughs> but, yeah. and immediately I, I came back to the theater scene, at least the independent, subsidized by the government theater scene in here, yeah. which was nice. And I also tried a few things in TV minor roles here and there, which yeah. has also given me some experience yeah. and some um, short films and
0: uh, music videos which was very fun to do i didn't know about the music videos maybe i did because so i follow all these activities and you and i follow each other i think with social media of course and through social media we learn some things but there's lots of gaps right and i remember when you went back judging by social media and the occasional you know text chat we would have i thought wow as soon as you came home there was so much to do. And that was either because there was so much to do or you created it, I, I, that part I wasn't sure.
1: I think I created it because uh, actually I felt like what am I gonna do now after living another two years abroad? I felt a bit lost, so I tried to reconnect as much as I could uh, with whoever I could. Uh, my friends, they were very generous to still include me in their projects. So, yeah, <laughs> I think it was uh, a bit of really trying to do as much as I could. There, there were times in which nothing was happening. That's, I think, the hard part of being an actor. Um, and I also, I really like writing. So I, I've been writing a screenplay which hasn't been shoot, but I hope it happens one day, and also a theater play, which I can talk to you about. Great. Uh, one second, yeah. Yeah.
0: I, yeah, I also, I thought about that, um, also in terms of you coming home, because you know here you were always open to doing projects, if they were theater, acting, any kind of acting, and you were open to doing it in other languages. Um, yeah. including English as it was thought, well, maybe that's what has to be done. And I always thought going back to Mexico city, although I know you've done stuff, stuff in international theater there anyway, but I thought, yeah, it must be empowering. I've always thought it's empowering. If I, <laughs> I don't know if I went back to the U S and did try to do content in English. I mean, I'm doing English content here, but I'm in the Netherlands. It it's, it's, there's a difference, you know, Yeah. And you must've felt something like that when you came home as well.
1: Yeah. I mean. There, There's starting to be like more castings in English here, which is uh, a great opportunity to try to showcase that ability. <laughs> uh, but I also felt that going away was at disadvantage because not many people knew me because I, I haven't been yeah. creating here, which I think it's still like... Uh, Thing I have to overcome somehow.
0: I think a lot about that as well. Just out of sight, out of mind, (laughs) out of country, out of mind. People forget you and what you're capable of. I mean, I I would say no, no one would ever forget you, Lorena. But but I always feel that way with a lot of industries. It's it's so much about what you've done lately, even though you've done great things, and maybe that was more than a year ago. What it's still great. Totally. Yeah. So you're but, there, you're doing all the things, right? Life yeah. is is puttering along. I've seen the images and then beginning of 2020 comes. Uh I mean, you know, we know how it it goes kind of from Asia towards the rest of the world, but Mexico City, what do you remember <laughs> what was said? Uh there's a virus, it's a pandemic and stay home everyone.
1: Uh The first time I heard about this was in January that someone said like like coronavirus it like, you start bleeding out. But then somebody was like mixing like mixing the information from a virus in Brazil, which didn't really did anything, but but they mixed the information. So I was really scared when I heard again about coronavirus. Uh, But (laughs) it it wasn't as bad as that. It is really bad, but not as bad as that Ebola kind of thing. <laughs> but now, I don't know, it, it, was, it was really scary how quickly this like, everything started shutting down and suddenly, yeah, I, I don't really know how to describe
0: it. But it's interesting too that from across continents, across countries, people, at least initially, because I know we can also talk about the rebellion, uh, but initially people went with it. You know, you would have said, oh, no, that's a thing, you know, you, in China, they have more authority, and so people obey, but but United States, uh, I suppose Mexico as well, people obeyed in this yeah, case. Yeah. Not even fully understanding what was going on, but did it.
1: Well, though, this is um, a country in development,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> which
1: makes, uh, makes it harder for people to really stop all their activities so there's like a big part of the population that hasn't stopped working like people who sell food outside they still they're still doing it because they really need to survive they live on a daily income so there were some um street art (laughs) well it's not really street art but saying like i rather die from corona than from um hunger
0: mm. yeah Which, yeah that's that well, that says a lot that says a lot yeah. about what's been going on in different places what do you see like for people that are street vendors for example selling food do they look and act exactly as they always did right now
1: well some of them are wearing masks yeah <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but some of them like it doesn't seem like a great change i i bet their their daily sales are going down because yeah. there's so many people in the street. Yeah. It's yeah. understandable as well. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. If you rely, especially if you rely on people that are going to work, because there is a general order right now that people should work from home or just be home.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So
0: you're yeah, not exactly. getting all those people that are uh what's the word, commuting to their job or or on their way somewhere. Yeah.
1: Yeah, not as many people, definitely. And also, like, the government had to cancel some metro lines and stuff like that because there were still people going out, so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just saw that New York will now, and it's so funny that this is not standard, but they will stop the the subway from, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm getting it slightly wrong, but 2 o'clock in the morning until 6 a.m. to wash it. And this oh, was not wow. the way, right? This was not a city that would wash its metro. It just wasn't. I mean, yeah. I don't think it was a daily thing. And now it is. Temporary. That,
1: that is also the good part of it. It's people, it's being more aware about like cleaning, washing their hands and stuff like that, I guess.
0: Yeah. It must be amazing though. You're living, because I, I spoke to a friend who's in LA um, last week, and that'll be the episode right before you and he's you know the first thing he talks about is i the city looks so much better i can there's no traffic he 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 wanted a relaxing afternoon so he went to the airport to go look at lax
1: (laughs) wow (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah.
0: and i I wonder like yeah where you are
1: i i've had that feeling like when i have driven a few times to go to my dad's place he's not even there but i like go do laundry there
0: nice option and
1: it's amazing like the, the the time i i drive is so much less yeah but it's but it's wonderful yeah.
0: yeah it's so weird to see what the world could be or can be it's it's like it's possible of course there's all these side effects and problems that are are happening right now and that's why. But it's amazing to see like, oh, what would your city look like if there was no traffic? And how would it feel? And you know, some people say, oh, we need to go back to the, the everyday normal. But you have to see some things these days that you go, this is quite nice.
1: Totally. I, mean, I do think I, I'm enjoying like the slow pace of life, like having time to do things. Now I'm I'm practicing yoga every day, like twice a day. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm trying right. and uh and I love having time for that and I like like the time to have to to have time to cook for example which I didn't have before mm-hmm. I do enjoy those things I think I'll try to keep a more relaxed schedule after this
0: yeah yeah if
1: that's possible <laughs> yeah.
0: I've taken yeah. up at least two more instruments in the house and I'm practicing them um, ever yeah, since this started i've
1: seen the banjo it's <laughs> awesome <laughs>
0: yeah yeah and there's a clarinet from a neighbor that right. has become a thing for yeah yeah more time and but it's also what i enjoy and i can imagine you you could have as well is look, social life is, is important and surely there are different ways that we do miss it, but sometimes it's nice not to be expected to go out on a Friday or a Saturday, which I've been avoiding for that. years <laughs> anyway. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, I can't go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I used to have like this feeling of, I don't know if it's guilt or remorse of not going out on a Friday or Saturday. Like I'm missing out on something and now I'm like, I'm not missing out on anything,
0: so... Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. actually with that, I mean to some extent, it's less expectations of others which have some influence over you, I. You know, yeah. we, we think about the expectations of others and in this case, if there are no expectations, <sighs> you know. <laughs>
1: it is, <laughs> that's the cool thing about it. Yeah, I do miss miss hanging out with people after a month uh, inside, I, I do miss that yeah. feeling, but... But I'm also enjoying that for (laughs) sure.
0: And, and so for, I mean, a lot of what you do, uh, what are you able to do now? Like, you know, for example, um, a, um, ah, what's the word? A, um, a call to, um, try out for something.
1: Uh, yeah, I've been doing some on, uh, online or I send them through an agency. I haven't been selected for anything yet, but, <laughs> um, and we, I, I, work with a contemporary theater company, and we're doing like readings online.
0: Ooh, okay, for nice. the public.
1: Yeah, I mean, we. It, it must be a little boring to just see what you're reading, but uh, that's nice. And and I've also tried. Um, a friend of mine directed a little monologue. I have. I have but he did it from the distance, so I would send him videos and he would say, like, oh, do this and do that. And then we we created this thing that we'll release soon, I hope. Okay. And I've been doing that on the acting part. Yeah. I've been trying to write also, which I find funny because I don't feel as focused in the quarantine time? Do you do you experience that too?
0: Yeah, I mean, my house is a circus of activities and things that you can look at, pick up, try. It's, yeah, I always yeah. have something I want to be doing and then I look at something else. Oh yeah, I'm going to pick up this project and I'm going to do some laundry and I'm going to try cooking a thing and then I'm going to come <laughs> back to the project. Totally,
1: yeah, I feel the same. And I'm also like... It's so much information and so much to read and so much to watch that sometimes I don't even know what do I want to do at that exact moment.
0: Yeah, I'm actually spending less time watching things, like, per day. I still watch, like, I'll still watch a thing in- on a day, but I don't, even movies, I haven't been watching all movies because there's a lot of other activities I'm doing. That's odd because I love movies. Anyway, I'm sure I'll come back to them.
1: yeah. You, you you have time now.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, you you recently also put out a call, I think, for movies to I watch.
1: Know. I want to know people's recommendations from of films and yeah.
0: By the way, so I I might cut this powder, part out, but I want to tell you about this. Um, there was just through the randomness of Netflix, right? There is a series uh, from South Korea called C- Crash Landed on You. And it was the story of a South Korean, like, wealthy, very spoiled, very demanding uh, business leader, this young woman who inherited her business or something. Uh-huh. She goes hang gliding, and suddenly there's a strange wind that blows her to North Korea. <laughs> she wakes up in North Korea, like in a tree, and well- she she's found by um, a North Korean border guard who has, like, a heart of gold and is very charming and good-looking and so forth. And he has a very charming and kind of clumsy um, uh, group, his troops, you know, his unit. And um, he, through a series of misunderstandings, he basically hides her uh, so that the North Korean government doesn't know she's in the country and then begins the comedy slash charm because there's something between them in an odd way. But it's also this constant... She doesn't understand life in North Korea and she's used to luxuries and they don't have them, but yet there's something. So everything, everything tastes better. Everything smells great. The show looks like a tacky soap opera and is so good. It is so much fun. And I really think it's a uh, like an un- apparently I looked it up in Korea. It was big. It was one of the biggest soap operas of the last few years. Soap opera yeah. shows, and it, it lasts. It's it's one season, but I think really it's three seasons because it goes like twenty episodes or something. Oh, man. Yeah. And I knocked that out in I don't know two months, I guess. But I can't find anybody to talk to about it. Uh, I guess I should f- reach out to old North uh, South Korean friends. <laughs> Um, and you apparently, the
1: writers—the
0: yeah. writers were North Korean defectors. A few of them uh, in South Korea. Yeah. Oh
1: wow! <laughs> yeah. I'd love to watch it. Exactly. Yeah.
0: This is the she kind works. of show I know you would like. So uh, <laughs>
1: sounds great. Yeah, yeah. love so
0: to. These kind of discoveries. There's also time for that, which is kind of good.
1: Yeah. Did you watch Parasite? Parasites. Parasite?
0: I did finally. I waited a long time because there was so much expectation. And then I watched Parasite, and it's when I watched it after, just after. I was thinking that's really weird. Um, some of it is really good, and then on the, at the same hand, I don't. I don't think I like it. I like it like mildly, but I do think of it often. Uh, yeah, yeah. over the last few weeks. You. Yeah, yeah, it comes back in interesting ways. I think I was it's playing with Morse hard, code.
1: But yeah, it comes back. Yes, yeah, I'm here.
0: Did you love it?
1: I did, <laughs> but I also thought it was hard to watch. Like, I was so tense while I was watching it. Like, I I remember the feeling of like, all this tension after it ended.
0: Yeah, I got annoyed. I, mean, I don't remember exactly why. I just remember saying, like, no, come on, you don't, that doesn't, no, well. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. But I, I did enjoy, like, the details of the film and, like, the, the filmmaking craft itself. I thought it was awesome.
0: Yeah. I wish I didn't know of the awards that it got because I think that would have my eyes would have yeah. looked at it differently.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched that uh, Oscar ceremony and I really didn't like it. I don't uh-huh. know why, but, except for Eminem. Which...
0: Oh, he's in there <laughs> in yeah. an Oscar ceremony. Sure. Eight he Mile.
1: Out of nowhere, <laughs> he comes and plays his song from after
0: 10 years ago, which is fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so in and since I'm I'm learning about differences between countries and and experiences uh one of the topics that I definitely wanted to include um is this whole idea of uh, leadership and and you know who we listen to these days I mean where you are at least like yourself or the people that you do talk to your your circle of communication these days um who do people pay a lot of attention to to know like what do we do next or what are we gonna whether they agree or disagree but they pay attention is it is it the the president or
1: actually it's been a phenomenon because this uh secretary of health i think he's the secretary of health oh my god i'm so embarrassed i don't even know what's his official title his name is lopez Gatel, and he's he's like like every middle-aged woman now, it's crazy about him. Uh, yeah, he he gives a daily uh, a daily talk about the virus and how is it going to be managed and, and statistics and blah 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 measures and and everybody's crazy about him. He's like the guy of the hour.
0: <laughs> Wait, but he gives a a daily uh, press conference. Does the president or he just leaves it to to Lopez Gatel?
1: uh the president also but now nowadays like you, i guess like he talks for half an hour and the president just for not so long i guess um i didn't i do not watch either of them but no. but many people do just to look at this guy i, I mean he's
0: okay i see him
1: a sex symbol but uh, he's pretty close to yeah. something like that yeah.
0: yeah i see him you know he's, he's uh, does he have a cool um like short name? like lo
1: People say lopez gatell oh, okay. Uh, okay. okay yeah
0: i always like to check on those short names you know an MLO type
1: yeah. and everybody's like in his youth he was a boy scout and and like all these things that really are not important but
0: <laughs> but so they listen to him i mean also because yeah. he has the medical background of course
1: yeah 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 he i don't know i'm i'm Guessing he'll be our next president.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, times like this, out of all the different jobs in government, the person in charge of health has a bigger chance to make a, a jump, I
1: think. Yeah, totally.
0: No, nah, because see, anytime I talk to someone in uh, the United States, it's always, ah, we don't have leadership. And then over here, it's more mixed, like, no, you know, leaders have made some useful statements, but it depends on which country in Europe always um, yeah yeah so it's always curious like who's who are people listening to
1: who do people listen in uh, in Amsterdam in the Netherlands <laughs>
0: um, I mean the the Prime Minister still gets a good amount of uh, attention when he gives a talk also because I don't think he does it daily. I just noticed that every few weeks people say oh they're gonna they're gonna make a decision this week about so last week, it was a big deal because they were going to announce something about schools opening, and they did. They decided um, in small groups next week, actually, uh-huh. school starts again for under 13.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. So all uh-huh. my friends
0: with 13-year-olds and 14-year-olds are like, well, why not 13- and 14-year-olds? So there's there's yeah. already a lot of, like, mm, arguments, but people yeah, still yeah. listen. Um, I think Germany also has some influence, um, and I only say that because... Germany has started the you got to wear um a mouth cover or a mask in public and including on public transport uh, yeah I should say on public transport and maybe in shops and we don't have that here and there's there's some well I don't know there's no maybe no argument but people are not wearing them here so if the government did say you got to wear them there would definitely be a quick like a like a rush because nobody has them it's, they're kind of hard to get um the mask? We, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. So, and and in the beginning they were like, no, don't do that. Anyway, we shouldn't do that. We we don't want to take the masks away from people who need them. And da da da. But now, if Germany goes this direction, France is, I think, also going in that direction. So you feel kind of like all the countries around us are doing this. We probably yeah. have to, you know. Um, so now yeah. I got a sewing machine, borrowed mm-hmm. it. I have elastics. <laughs>
1: Awesome. And yeah. I'm going to go
0: through some... I'm studying materials now for like old bed sheets and, and which which ones are the best thickness or... what Yeah.
1: I have mine around, which is like a painter's yeah. mask. Uh, it's so uncomfortable. And I bought it for 50 pesos, which would be 2 euros, which is crazy expensive for a mask <laughs> like that. But
0: okay. <laughs> and who did you buy it from?
1: Uh, like from a taxi company which is so odd but they were like selling them right next to the taxi local thing yeah. and like yeah i'll buy some
0: yeah well <laughs> but, good that you could
1: yeah there's two there's nowadays so many there's some crazy like uh, oh face shield thing, yeah. yeah which are like 70 pesos oh. three pe- euros <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: got to yeah. get a face shield. I was at the sewing shop today as you can hear. And um and there was a box with medical masks and it was like, I don't know, 2 for 5 euros and I was like, ah. and then I looked at all the parts to make one and I thought, no, no, we're making, we're making. So That's great. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. So so yeah, people do they do and they, and there is always some talk about what Trump has said lately. Uh not because they actually look to him for anything good but they do love to get mad or just go so there's still a lot of attention given to his statements even though there's no expectation of logic or anything
1: our president when all this started i guess um he said something like they were talking about social distancing in other countries and he was like no don't do that let's hug each other oh wow then after a week after that he i guess he completely resented uh, like regretted saying that statement uh, yeah
0: is his popularity going up or down with all of this going on same same I don't know nah, um, yeah I don't know. yeah well to his yeah. probably to his uh benefit that he doesn't i don't think he makes a lot of big headlines for saying stupid things right now yeah <laughs> So, yeah you can just hide and you might do well these days
1: i hear i think i read that he said that we already defeated this thing or something and oh was he like, declared yeah, victory the worst moment of, of the pandemic but whatever <laughs>
0: yeah well there's this whole thing right and the american president maybe some leaders also do this which is they really believe you have to be positive and they take it so far like declaring everything is cool even when things are terrible Like, I used to joke that that was how American business works. Like, even when your company is doing terrible, you're like, we're doing great. Everything's great. (laughs) And yeah, so now they hire these business, I mean, they elect these business leaders as presidents and and whatever else. So they're going to use the same logic. Like, no, no, it doesn't matter what's happening. I'm going to tell you really positive stuff and people yeah. are, some people just go that's good that's good yeah yeah <laughs>
1: yeah i guess it's the same here like we just want to hear reassuring things even more. yeah but it, like, not be so true
0: <laughs> yeah 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 it it, it is amazing like cuz when you look at the numbers per country that's a lot of people not just sick but the, who have died and and to to say like but we're past it now it's getting better now it's like wait but look at those numbers like that's, that's a huge amount of people.
1: It is like, crazy.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. How is it in the Netherlands actually? I
0: I haven't looked this week to be honest, <laughs> um, but it, it hasn't been great. I mean, in terms of comparing with, uh, other countries, what's, what's the latest, uh, um, but the, the, the per capita rate of people who are sick and was pretty high, I think Belgium was actually lower because they are being a little stricter. Uh, let's see. Netherlands, Corona. But um, at the same time, it really depends on where because um, what do they claim? So, okay. So for Netherlands, we have 39,700 cases confirmed and there's almost 5,000 deaths, 4,800. Um, oh. Yeah. Yeah. And then there it was...
1: higher than in here, but... It's probably well because you started earlier.
0: (laughs) That's true. Yeah, that is something. I wonder, what's Mexico at? But um, what also happened, so you have confirmed in Mexico 19,000 deaths. Yeah, Hmm. 1,800. Also odd, and I don't even know the reason why, uh, but there's, remember the regions, there's Brabant, which is, I think, to the south of us. Anyway, uh, Brabant had like, a huge percentage, like one in something people had the, the virus. In the beginning, this was more than a month ago. So even though here in Amsterdam, things were reasonably OK, it was known that it was in a region of the Netherlands um, and that it was really common there. So it's gone like that. You know, you get these areas sometimes, like I think South Korea, it was in one of the major reasons was some uh, cult, some religious sect um, that were like always together. And, uh, that was that guy that then had to apologize. And, and a lot of his yeah. people got sick and I think died.
1: Like the North of Italy. So like, it was crazy.
0: Yeah. 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 Really bad. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, there have been weird, weird examples, strange mm-hmm. numbers, much higher than you'd think. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And then everybody wants to talk about Sweden all the time. Um, because well, there's a curiosity because they didn't try so hard to, um, at least to do this distancing yeah Yeah. but but we'll never totally understand it uh at least not right now i think maybe later but um but hey you know sweden i mean they already are social distancing as a culture
1: (laughs) (laughs) they don't hug much no they're like oh we just
0: have to keep doing our thing yeah i feel like i'm setting up like a corona stand-up thing you have to do a sweden joke (laughs)
1: I love it. Yeah.
0: It's all done by a video.
1: I kind of like that. Uh, it started even before the coronavirus uh, was declared a pandemic, or at least like near, because the feminist movement was doing, it did a really, um, on the 9th of March, I think it was, uh, a really big, um, it's not called strike. When people go out on the streets and they like,
0: yeah, it was like, It was kind of a um oh yeah, what do you call that? Not a demonstration but an action. There's uh-huh.
1: Like a uh, parade, I, not a parade. Flash mob? <laughs> not a word in English. <laughs>
0: Remember flash mobs?
1: Uh, yeah they like dance and all. But they did uh, well, a spontaneous a looking action. came out on the street in Mexico to protest against violence because it's really bad in here and they said we're not going to kiss each other because we say hello like oh. uh, with one kiss one cheek only yeah luckily. <laughs> um and then they started saying we're not going to th- to do that because of the um, of the coronavirus and then also like the feminist said oh we're not doing that because we don't want to do it we're we're sick of kissing uh crazy men on yeah like true
0: yeah, yeah. which was great. <laughs> that's a really good point i mean if it qualifies as hello but only women have to do it it's not a very equal uh, yeah. yeah yeah
1: yeah i mean yeah men men with each other amongst each other they don't do it no but
0: but women yeah. have to kiss everybody, even even if they're like in positions of power and 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 importance and and they don't know they have to they still do it,
1: yeah, they still do it, yeah. well, I guess not nowadays, yeah. I actually use that excuse to not kiss some guys i I swear like I was like, no, no, you know, this corona thing, I'd rather not doing, so. but yeah. hello, but hello, yeah.
0: yeah, 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 wave, 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 hello, <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, that's that that other question, right, like, okay, let's say I don't know. 2 3 months maybe 6 months maybe a year we come out to some kind of life is you can go out you can be social but what stays changed right so i guess you know from what you just said i mean even the whether we credit it to the feminist movement or or just one change could be that you're not going to find that many women kissing people hello anymore yeah. and there's a number of reasons for it but it's changed basically like that is different
1: i, I really hope it stays that way <laughs>
0: you're gonna keep it going like we're yeah, still not kissing you i think it will. You hello.
1: I think it will like you know i'm a germaphobe i yeah. rather <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: no yeah. i do enjoy kissing some people a lot but yeah.
0: yeah yeah i do miss the hugs hello and uh i always wonder if now i'm becoming a different person if i don't hug people hello anymore yeah
1: and yeah. also in the netherlands you used to give like three kisses which was <laughs> it
0: is a little crazy and Man. I don't know if it's going to survive. And I remember uh, Macron said, like, I don't know, a month ago or two, he said to France, you know, listen, this is going on, isolation, and stop kissing each other, hello. And it's like, wow, France is now, like, the French government is saying, don't kiss each other, hello. Could this last, you know, beyond?
1: Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. that's like religion over there. <laughs> yes.
0: yeah. I remember when I studied in the South, I didn't know... Because this is not the case in Portugal, and in, in that sense, it's, it's somewhat like Mexico. Oh, yeah. um, that men, if you're good friends, you would kiss each other hello. At least in in X, that's how it was. Yeah. So I remember when I first saw it, I was like, okay, note to self: when I make friends with a man, if I'm going to say hello, I should kiss him. Um, because it really didn't come naturally at that point. You know, I was like, oh, I have to remember that to was do in this
1: in Portugal or in the Netherlands?
0: southern France, southern France,
1: oh, southern France. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But it wasn't yeah. even that clear because you had to be really close friends. Yeah. I f- later, I figured that out.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're still, like I would say not many people kissed me in the Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> Three times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just few people, I guess. Yeah.
0: Nah, it's also that there are so many people here from so many places that a lot of these traditions are not really understood or even there's just yeah. no consensus. Um Yeah. You still see a little bit about that now, like even though all the tourists are gone, which you would find hilarious. (laughs) Oh my God, I love it. (laughs) I know. I walk by all those places, uh, somewhere you used to work and somewhere we used to hang out and they're all empty or closed. And it's like, wow. Um, But you still see some international people that live here now. Many of them who normally would have been gone, would have been traveling and they're like kind of here and they're kind of trying to talk to their neighbors for the first time in years. And it's, uh, it's a funny process to watch. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of neighbors meeting neighbors for the first time.
1: I guess you have to do it. <laughs> yeah. Nothing That's else great. to do. Yeah. yeah. Not in here. I haven't really find myself talking to the ner- neighbors, but I would like to, but people, I guess, like this is a really big city, so people are very hostile. Or suspicious. Yeah, also.
0: Yeah. I mm. guess a friend of mine um, in paris was leaving a note in his building saying like hey it's a corona time uh, uh if you need any help here's my phone number maybe we should have a whatsapp group um, does anyone want to participate in a musical exchange where we play instruments out the window and he got mixed reactions uh but uh, but there was some there was some response
1: i was thinking about doing a little theater thing and I thought about like telling my neighbors, like I would be on in the hallway and you would, you could watch it from your house or from the stairs or something. But then I, I really thought like, I don't really know them. I don't really like them that much.
0: So. <laughs> well, that doesn't help.
1: Yeah, so I, I didn't really feel yeah like doing it. But I guess also if I would be more approachable or friendly, they would respond in a nice their way i
0: guess i don't know <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah do you he- oh i heard an actual honking of a car okay that still happens that
1: i thought maybe some of the like the tamales guy or the one that buys fierro viejo
0: oh yeah maybe. yeah yeah
1: you heard that one that's an
0: international tradition in, in many countries yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: but no uh, it's uh, because it's primero de mayo oh now yeah they, nobody's working
0: right Oh, yeah. yeah, that's interesting, too. They gave you a date. I mean, maybe they gave a date here, but I don't know what it is. Um, mm-hmm. They gave an estimate for when people come back out into some kind of public life, right? And what is it?
1: Yeah, May, the uh, 1st of June. Yeah.
0: All right. All right. So
1: another month.
0: <laughs> You've rolled your eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's fine. You've got those projects around the house.
1: Yeah, I I hope I'm, I I'll write some more. Tomorrow we'll have a reading of a screenplay I wrote. Okay. But that's 6 p.m. our that's 18 hours yeah. our time. Okay.
0: Okay. So yeah. so 6 p.m. Mexico City time. People can So how do they
1: It's through Facebook ah, uh yes. through the website of this uh, Nuna Teatro which no, is the theatre
0: company. Okay, I'm going to put a link.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, wait,
0: so if they're doing it and they do it through Facebook, then the recording probably stays there too. Yeah, okay. it stays there. Okay, cool. Well, this is an activity I can follow. I like I like seeing what you're working on. I don't get to see the yeah. plays in person, but... Online. And you
1: understand really well. Yes. Yeah. used Spanish, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no,
0: you know. I'm good, I'm good. good. <laughs> Portignal. siempre, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's great to talk to you. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming on the podcast and telling us a little about how the world looks from where you sit with your cup of... It's tea. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The day is no longer young. So, And uh, and I'll put a link to... Well, anything you tell me to put a link to, but starting with the uh, the readings, I think it would be interesting for people. I think it's fun to see what people are working on, whether it's something they would have been doing anyway, or it's something that they just thought up uh, in this time of crisis and creativity.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much for having me.
0: Ah, it's a pleasure, and and one day we'll sit in a room together again.
1: I really hope so. yeah, Yeah.
0: Either turn on a mic or just have tea. Of course. Lorena de la Parra is an actor and a citizen of the world and my friend, and I'm very thankful that she could join us just to talk about what it all looks like these days. Um, I hope that you enjoyed it as much as I did. Um, The funny thing about making podcasts, a lot of people are trying it or have tried it, and I always think about how to start it all off, at the very core of it, you should do it for you, and you should... Do something that you find interesting or enjoyable, and that quintessentially is what this program is, today's, and and all of them, really. There's something that I do that is for me first, but then there's that other element of people joining, and that's you, the listener, wherever you are right now, and it's amazing because you could be anywhere, and it's a big world, lots of podcasts out there, yet somehow you are listening here, you understand or get something from it, that is also Quite beautiful. So thanks for listening, and I'll provide a link to Lorena's uh, reel, I'm trying to speak like an actor now, her reel, and any link social media-wise, so you can find her, uh, as you heard, there's always things that can be done via the internet, via video, via audio, and she's doing a lot of it, but of course, it's always good to get more work, I certainly understand that feeling, seeking more projects, and so on. Um, That's it for us for now. Citizenreporter.org is the website, but of course, you're subscribed in your podcast player, so you see Citizen Reporter and you get the new shows when they're ready. I'm very glad that you do. And if you know someone who might be interested, by all means, it's fun to have more listeners. But you're my star right now, so thanks. And until next time, for another conversation in these what everyone keeps calling strange times... I'm Mark Fonseca Rendero. See ya.